0: on it's max you know there's no better way to start your saturday morning than with my friend dr clapper and the weekend warrior show what's going on la this is kobe bryant (laughs) we're stuck here start your weekend off right listening to the weekend warrior show with dr clapper don't listen to them don't even listen to betty crocker when she tells you how many minutes the brownie should cook in the oven every saturday morning from 7 to 9 a.m on espn 710, home of your los angeles lakers Welcome back, Weekend Warriors. Thanks so much for listening and telling your friends. The topic is all about the power of words, particularly two words together. La Bamba, no mas. Those are the words that I thought about all week in the world of sports, in the world of art. What about my world of surgery? The power in the words. Well, something happened to me yesterday. they really... Shows the power of the words in my world of surgery. For 33 years, I've been a surgeon, orthopedic surgeon at Cedars, proudly. My whole career and I continue to work. I ain't retiring. It's my home away from home, Cedars-Sinai. But for the first 25 years of my practice, the main operating rooms in the main part of the campus is where I worked, doing 500 surgeries a year, shoulders and knees and hips and Achilles tendons and Ankle fractures, all kinds of stuff. But about 10 years ago, a brand new building was built on the campus. Beautiful. Just a beautiful and brand new. It's like the Mayo Clinic got helicoptered into the hospital. All the electronics and computers and state-of-the-art technology. And it's been a great place to work at the new building, the pavilion. But you talk about the power of words. Just like we talk about Richie Valenzuela. Had to change his name to Valens because in 1958, those DJs on the radio ain't going to play a song if your last name is Valenzuela. Can you imagine? The African-American artists. Who's that guy? The country singer, the African-American country singer. I'm blanking on his reign right now. But they had to release his albums without his picture on it because people, his voice was amazing. But they knew the country and Western person listener loved his voice. But they weren't going to buy the album if they saw it was a black guy singing it. That's the, that's the reality of the world that we lived in. So Richie Valenzuela had to become Richie Valens. Robert Kuhn had to change his name to Bob Keane, too Jewish. Well, way back when the old hospital, it's not old, it's still there, had to change your clothes from your street clothes to your scrubs. We had the doctor's locker room. That's where I m- would meet. My colleagues changing our clothes into scrubs to go into the operating room. The other folks that go into the operating room, the nurses, the techs, the x-ray technicians, the techs helping you with surgery, the surgical techs, they had their own locker room. I was in the doctor's locker room. Well, when the new building came about, a beautiful thing happened. It was the elimination of that separate locker room just for the doctors. And I say a beautiful thing. Because I'm the son of a carpenter and a nurse. I I feel very connected to my roots. Fancy schmancy is not in my vocabulary. And so now, in the new building, with all the new technology, there's a single male locker room. And that's what it's called. And I now was changing from my street clothes into my scrubs with everyone else. There was no distinction that it was the doctor's locker room. And the beautiful thing that would happen is occasionally I would be done I'm usually done 4 o'clock 5 o'clock sometimes 6 o'clock 10 hours of surgery 12 hours of surgery twice two three times a week it's been my career but occasionally surgeries would end sooner and in the new building 10 years ago I remember being there specifically one day at two thirty, three o'clock when the shifts change I don't have shifts I'm a surgeon I work till the work is done but when the shift would change I'd be in the locker room with the techs, the guys who move and women who move the beds around, the surgical techs in the operating room. I was with everyone else changing my clothes. And not too far from my locker room, my locker, which I was assigned, was a man, and I think his name is Roy, and I'm embarrassed to say I don't even know his name. But I'm changing my clothes, and listen, life gets interesting when you're looking at someone in their underwear. All the facades are gone. He's going to be leaving the hospital to go to his home, and I'm going to be leaving mine. And you can tell I like people, and I like to talk to them. So I made eye contact with him, and I said, going home. Yes, doctor, I'm going home. And somehow this hello, how are you relationship grew. He called me doctor, and I would say sir. I mean, I just had that. I never learned his name. He probably knew that I was Dr. Clapper because it's pretty clear. But we would smile. We would nod. And then one day, we actually somehow mentioned that, maybe because of grandchildren, we mentioned that he was going to be having to go to his grandson's birthday party or something like that. But it became more and more the barriers between us went away. And I would see him all the time. Somehow, the conversation must have led to how old you are. And I told him how old I was. He told me how old he was. And it became clear that he and I, with the same age. And so as I would be going to the five surgeries a day that I would do, usually two hip replacements, three knee replacements, but all kinds of other surgeries, ACL surgery, rotator cuffs, as I would be going from one room to another, I would be seeing him moving empty beds, clean beds, dirty beds, doing what he needed to do for his work. And i always smile and say hi to him. Well, yesterday, he came up to me, And I'm walking one way, he's walking the other way. And the usual, I just nodded my head and I went through these double doors. He said good morning to him and he went the other way. And then before the double doors could close, I hear him say, oh, doctor. So I turned around and the doors are trying to close and he comes through the doors. He says, I have something for you. I said, you have something for me. What? Well, you don't need to give me anything. He goes, no, I have a present for you. I said, a present for me? He said, yes, this month, May. This day is my birthday, and we are both, he says, the same age. We were born in 1957. I said, I know. It's it's just great. Happy birthday, I said to him. He goes, no, I have a present for you. And he takes out of his pocket and gives me a Benjamin Franklin silver dollar in a fancy little plastic case from 1957. He says, here, your birthday's coming up too. This is a coin from the year that we were both born. I looked at it like, you don't have to give me this thing. No, 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 no. Happy birthday. You'll be in July. Mine is today. I got this for you. And I like looked at him. I didn't even know what to say. For a guy like me who's filled with words, who likes to say things and talk, I was at a loss for words. I didn't want to give it back to him because that's rude. He got it for me, so I put it in my pocket. And the reason I'm telling you this story, other than it's incredibly touching, is there's a power in that word, those two words, doctor's locker room. Because a beautiful thing happened 10 years ago when Cedars built this billion-dollar new building called the Pavilion. They changed the name. The power of words is now the men's locker room. And because that happened, I made a new friend. Not a doctor, but a man who works hard so that I could do what I get to do because he does what he does. The power of of words. Think about it. Use them wisely. Coming up next, I'll open the clinic. The lines are lit up. Let's do some more clapper vision. I got to tell you where that Chicago pizza is. And I also want to tell you what we're going to be doing next week is going to be unbelievable. You're listening to the one and only Weekend Warrior Show here on 710 ESPN.